okay. So, Matt, we're back. Four weeks. It's been four whole weeks since we last did this. Yeah, we're on a monthly podcast now. We're a monthly podcast now because we're shit at keeping up with our scheduling. Uh, well, you've been away. We. You've been away. Yeah. Where'd you go? Went to your friend Kev's house. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. And you went to go and you, you went to go watch some Power Rangers. Or Super Sentai. Yeah, Super Sentai, don't you? Yeah, I've got to get it right. Little, I've got to get it right. You've got to remember, I'm a VR Rangers guy, so... Metal Heroes. Metal Heroes. Yeah. Is that what they were called over there? Yeah, it was actually three different series of Metal Heroes. That plane is really getting... It's really loud. Good stuff. Should we stop again and start again? I don't want to. Okay. We're going to let the plane be part of the podcast. Yeah, fine. Just okay, yeah, so anyway, so you've been away. I've, yeah. I've done nothing. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I've seen some movies. Uh, that's about it, really. Yeah, you have done nothing. Yeah? Yeah, there's stuff in the sink, clothes lying around. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Kitchen is essentially a, an extension of my bedroom right now. Yeah, you can sort that out. Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. We'll see how tomorrow goes, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'll, give another, I'll yeah. give it another go tomorrow. Yeah. Take a, I'll, take a, I'll take a quick run at it. I'll yeah. see what I can do. Yeah, see what you can do. Yeah. yeah. Or I could just get drunk in a field. Anyway, no. so, welcome to episode... 88, I told 88. you, like, two minutes ago. So, this is a special episode, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, because I was born in 1988, so uh. this is the Matt's birthday year special! Da, 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 da. I don't know, fucking, we didn't get any sound effects. Do we have sound effects? Can no. we play something over there? No, I have no sound effects. Alright. This is the budget that we've got. Um, okay, so, yeah, so it's our 88th episode, so it's our Matt's birthday special episode, so this episode, if I want to talk about me at any point, I will. Uh, completely unrelated to whatever either of us is saying. It's not your birthday until, like, whenever, August? It's my birthday year special. Yeah, anyway. So I was born in 1988. Okay. Comes about but once a year. You know, I'm not going to get a chance to do this. We're not going to do 1,988 episodes. So this is the 88, Matt's birthday, year special. Okay. Yeah? Right. So I was born September 13th, 1988. Um, I was a heavy, hairy baby. Bit like a yeti, hmm. um, still. Yeah, a little bit like a yeti now. Still like a baby. Yeah, still like a baby, like a yeti. Hmm. Uh, need constant looking after. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, I was born. I was born at the age of zero, and then eventually I became one. Well done. Thank you. Uh, I had an interest in putting things up my nose, mm-hmm. which would later result in a trip to A and E when I put a six-block piece of leg up my nose. Well done. So far up. They could not retrieve it with just tweezers. Huh. So I had to go to the doctor and they had these special tweezers. They went huh. right up. Which explains why I have very bad memory. Yes. Very good. So, welcome to Critapocalypse. As I said, it's the 88th episode, the Matt's birthday year yeah, special episode. Over that. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to talk about some stuff we've done, aren't we, Ant? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, Ant, have you been up to much? No. You went away, didn't you? Yeah, we already covered that. <laughs> yes, Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, VR Rangers. References. <laughs> Beetleborgs. I googled the other day what was with the shit VR Troopers costumes. Do you remember they had the spandexy costumes? Yes, yes. yes and it was yes. because they just needed more footage, so they just filmed some own stuff. And all the helmets were the Red Ranger Power Rangers yeah, repainted. Painted. Yeah. I didn't realise. When I looked at it, I went, oh, yeah, it is. Okay, some of them were broken as well. So yeah. one of them was, was if you watch one episode, they don't have locks on it. It's because they oh. just sort of glued it. No, oh, they, <laughs> they had to stay in there. Yeah, <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, anyway, so uh, dangerous TV making. So, uh, welcome. What's the name of the lead VR Trooper? V. No. And then you had one was R, and then you had Trooper. No, he was called Ryan Steele. 
the, the, I don't speak. I don't speak English. Oh. I only recognise the Japanese names. Yeah, oh dear. Do you already got a new costume? It's blue. The other guys didn't get a new one. For a second there, I thought you were talking about Carmen Rider. No, I found out Carmen Rider CW tried to bring it back a few years ago. Really? In I think 2010 or something. Did they have a pilot? No, it was a whole series. They did a whole what? series called Carmen Rider okay, Dragon Knight. We're just we're just quickly putting this on hold for two seconds. What? No, no I'm not putting it on hold. What? But no, 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 no. Well, I just do Carmen Rider Dragon Knight. Dragon Knight. Yeah, it was based on Carmen Rider At- Akigo, Akigo, Kugi, whatever it is, the dragon one. Oh fuck! It's online. Yeah, it's it looks awful. I was, watching, I was trying to watch something bad. and it was like it had that really awkward feel to it, but apparently yeah. they were trying to make it for teens and all this and it lasted one year and got cancelled. Oh, apparently it did alright in Japan though. Okay. But it's so weird, isn't it? Like because I've been saying for Jeff ages, B. Davis is in it. Um Mark Dacascos is in it. Yeah, but yeah. Jeff B. Davis, the guy who does every Harmontown episode, is in yeah. it. But it's weird, isn't it? Didn't know it existed, never got shown over here. Like no, that's that's a whole There's thing. It's a fucking video game. Yeah. Oh, you've just blown my mind. Yeah. I'm just I, there's nothing else I want to do in my existence except play for this. This looks fucking dog shit. I can't wait to play. It. <laughs> can't wait to watch it. This is yeah. fucking incredible. All right, okay. You're going to review something anyway. Podcast has been cancelled. Podcast is cancelled. We're onto a new podcast. We're going to talk about Carmen Rider no. and what I can vaguely remember from. No, okay. Right. <coughs> I just burped. Yeah, you did. All right. Um, this is kiwi juice you gave me. So, so uh, review something. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some of the stuff I've done first because you've already got cut cut and open. Yeah, it's almost done. Uh, we're gonna talk about my stuff first because it's obviously the Crit Apocalypse Matt's birthday year special. Just review something because my been eight first minutes. my first review is going to be the PlayStation VR special uh, release game until dawn. Rush of Blood. All right. I finally played it. Aunt. I got kind of scared, but I had a good time. Um, is that okay, why your room's so, been smelling funny? That's because I'm masturbating so much. Oh. And I mean like a lot. Oh. Too much. Oh. Sometimes not in, just in my bedroom. Lovely. Every house in the room needs cleaning. Especially Every in house in the room? Every every room in the house needs cleaning. Especially your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you can tell where it's coming from. And I mean, I know you know you mentioned how one of your drawers is sticky. It's like, it doesn't seem to want to open. Yeah. Don't go in there. Okay. You're going to review something. It's been moving a lot. Yes, I am. I'm going to review Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. It is a on-the-rails shooting gallery for the PlayStation VR. Fancy that. VR! A shooting gallery game on the VR. See, look, it ties into what we're talking about, VR troopers. Yeah. Yeah, see? (laughs) So, for those who don't know, I bought a PlayStation VR. V2. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the V1 because it was stupidly cheap, but no, it's a V2. Great. Oh, that's one of the headphones built in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Has everything all built in? Like that's you've got nice. like they plug into the bottom and you put them in your ear, in your ears. But like I always thought that the VR was intended to be like one of those things that you use like in a group, so people hot swap it. Yeah. You don't really want headphones that go in your ears, do Is you? It in it. Yeah. No, oh, I thought it was like a. I thought it was no, cans. no, no. It's like a. Like a ugh, ugh. No one wants that. No one wants no. that. That's how you get infections. Um, the affections. Anyway, um, so yeah, so, uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. I didn't expect it to, to scare me, which it didn't. Like, it's a lot of jumpy, like, uh, that didn't really scare me. One of the things that did have an effect on me is that you're on a cart. It's like on a rails, like mm. literally on rails, because yeah. you're in like a little cart thing. Um, and, and when it's like going through the roller coaster parts, 
They're only very mild. I don't do well with roller coasters. I start getting that feeling of anxiety as you go up. I fucking hate that. Um, I love it. And it's and it's just one of those things that I was like, I was like, oh, meh, this is this is pretty effective. But graphics wise, it surprised me because um, a lot of a lot of what people said about the PSVR is that it's a lower resolution unit. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not as clear. You wouldn't really notice. It's, it's quite sharp. Yeah. As long as you set it right, it's fine. Hmm. Like I think some games are less detailed, which is where you get the idea that it's. But, you know, everything's sharp when you're playing certain games. And like you said, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood to the Head works really well. Rush of Blood to the Rush Head of Blood. is a cold player. Rush of Blood. Yes. Sorry, that's a different horrific. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd recommend it if you've got PSVR. It was given away for free for ages to PS Plus users. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I managed to get a disc version for like a fiver. So it's really cheap and it's, you know, it's really fun. It's worth looking over what's on VR and PS Plus because PlayStation because they just chuck loads of random... Yeah. demos and free games and stuff yeah, like that the do. playroom stuff and all like that. the games are stupid like I got um, I got Farpoint for 7 quid like yeah. disc Mass Effect is going to be like that because only certain people can afford to have a Playstation VR so the games aren't going to sell yeah. tons they're not going to hold well, their value well some of the other games that I'm going to review well some of the other stuff that I'm going to go over later like I think I think that uh, I haven't spent more than about a fiver for a digital game Yeah, and I've spent Maximum ten pounds for a for a disc. I saw there's a new Exorcist game on really? VR. Yeah, Exorcist Legion. Hmm. Sold in chapters. Yeah. So you should play that. I'll give that a go. I hear you screaming. Hear me screaming yeah. with pleasure as I masturbate whilst playing it. That's what it's for, isn't it? That's the kind of thing that they aren't leaning into. Is that they should just get a Pornhub app for the PlayStation? Just lean into the VR porn. Yeah. You know, that's how Blu-ray won. branded tissues. Yeah, that's how Blu-ray won, the, won the format war, didn't it? Yeah. Was Dealt it? with perverts. Yeah. Don't sit there gulping drinks in the middle. So yeah, so I give it, I give it like you know. a, I'm going to give it a Peter Stormare. All right. It's not for everyone. Okay. Because I don't think everybody wants to play a horror game. And I, I, I think that there will be some overlap between people that don't like horror games and people that don't like roller coasters. And they'll fall in between. I'm just, I don't like roller coasters, but I love horror games, so I just played it. Roller coasters are a gift. They're fantastic. What's wrong with you? I don't know. There are multiple things. I used to go on the Nemesis roller coaster at Old Towers multiple times over in a day. I loved it. Really? Yeah. See, it's like a half hour trip from my house, so we just went there. I like, uh, I like rock climbing. <sighs> stuff like that. I don't really like anything where I'm not in control of my height. And also, I don't really find it fun just sitting. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, <coughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, that's it. Just peak the audio for a full second. It's fine. It's my birthday year, and I'll cry if I want to. It's not your birthday day. It's my birthday year episode. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm very happy. I'm birthday to you, to me, to you. Okay, it's nearer to my birthday. Let's face it. Yeah, but you didn't want to do an episode on your birthday. No, I was busy. You were busy. It's Ant's birthday. Ant is 46. Yeah, 46. How's it feel? Um, You'll find out in a few years. In uh, 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. It's your turn. Fucking hell. <laughs> what? Oh, it's not gone off no... the rails yet. It has. It hasn't. You're sitting there swigging beer. It's not It's not beer and cider. No. It's completely different. It's right. got fruit in it. No. Right, well, I guess I'm going to have to review a game. What game are you going to review? Um, 
that one you went and forced a code on me for um, oh, yeah, yeah, Shape yeah. of the World. Yeah. Because you went, yeah, have this, play this thing. Yeah. You got a review, embargo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, we'll get a review out like, the day after that embargo list because that's when we record the thing and it'll go yeah. out. Yeah. And it's been like two weeks. Yeah. It's a bit late, yeah. It is a little bit late. late yeah. How'd you find it? Um, it was all right. Yeah? You sort of walk around. It's one of these games where you walk around. It's more of a musical experience thing and like the world's procedurally generated and you have to sort of walk through these triangle gate things when you go through them the world changes colour or stuff glows and like you have to tap on things to make bridges appear and stuff and you walk around and all the music's playing and it's like a big progressive synth rock sound synthy soundtrack not really rock synthy Mm -hmm. electro stuff lots of noises and whales flying over and shit Um, and you can sort of like liken it to something like Journey a little bit Mm -hmm. it's all first person um, and, it, and it kind of just wants you to wander around and the only interaction you can really have with the environment is tapping on like rocks and things that when you've tapped all of them they make the bridge appear or okay. throwing seeds down to make trees grow and you collect different seeds to throw different trees Okay. Um, and you go through caves and stuff and you work your way up a mountain and it gets a bit trickier um, it's a little bit less guided than something like Journey Journey does a clever trick of like narrowly pushing you into a certain direction without you realising it mm-hmm. but um, Shape of the World's more sort of like I mean, as far as I'm aware, the world's a procedurally generated. I don't know if the course you go on is, because you can replay the levels. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's like the world around you changes and placement of certain things change rather than the actual course you go. But it does kind of just let you find your own way around. Mm-hmm. Like Especially towards the end when you can bong these rocks and they launch you into the air when you do it. So it lets you just cut around certain parts of the level. Yeah. By like not going up the path, you can sort of leap yourself up to a higher part. Mm. Um, but yeah, very. it's more of a sort of like music sort of arty program thing mm. than a game per se. Yeah. Per se. There's no reason to call me a pussy. But yeah, yeah. you are. But um yeah, it's it's you know, if you like your arty weird stuff, mm. give it a try. It's on, it's on Switch, it's on PS4, it's on It's on, it's on PC, yeah. I think it's on Xbox One as well. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's very, very pretty and weird, all very bold colours, flat lines and stuff. Not really a texture map thing. It's all sort of like sharp coloured. It plays designs. with shadows a lot, which I like. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks nice. Some really nice moments when you come up over a mountain, you'll see a new environment in front of you and stuff like that, and the way the world changes colour when you walk through things. I like the way the mo- music shifts. Yeah, yeah. if you stand still for a while, the music fades away and the camera just starts to rotate around the area to show you what's going on, so just like, that's like it's sleep mode. It's, it's a bit like, uh, it's a bit like a more, it's a bit like a more focused version of No Man's Sky in those bits. Man, no Man's, no Sky, Man's Sky, is just Sky, it just does that thing where you stop and then it, your person looks around. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just like <gasps> No Man's Pie. That's finally going to be um, released soon, isn't it? What? No Man's Sky. They're finally going to actually release the version. Oh, what with people wanted. Player and stuff, yeah. 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 Um, no God, Man's Sky. Much. Next, you're going to get it on Xbox. You can play it on Xbox. I don't want to get it on Xbox. Yeah, I got... barely played on PS4. I played when they updated it on the PS4. I played a whole bunch of it. It's actually yeah. a lot better when they updated right. it. Yeah. But yeah, Shape of the World. It's it's a nice thing. It's out. It's mm. um. I think I can't remember how much it was, but it's one of those things where. Like you only get an hour and a half out of it. It literally takes about an hour and a half to finish. Yeah, and it's a it's a fun little experience and all that sort of thing. But I don't know if it'll be as something you can replay over and you know a few times over, like something like What Remains of Edith Finch or something, yeah. which has more of a narrative thing to it. There's no narrative to Shape of the World at all. It just you just go. Yeah, but um, it's not even really telling a story with its environment or anything like Journey is. It's just letting you walk through the thing. That's why mm. I say it's more of a like music. Like like someone done a concept, and like Bjork did that interactive concept album thing, didn't she? Yeah. A few years back. It's more like something like that, but it's nice, oh, and the I music's really that. cool, and it's got moments where the music's like really, you can really get into it and 
The Bjork thing, was that where she had the video where it was all in 3D? And if you had a 3D TV, you could watch it. And it was yeah. like she came out the screen. And it... Weird stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. It was cool like, Bjork came out my TV. Face. I'd be happy if Bjork came out my TV because she's weird and like her. I don't know what she looks like, you know? What? Like, I know, I know, like, she I can like kind York. of picture her face. Yeah. But then when I picture her face, it's always in makeup or a weird mask. Yeah. Yeah, she started that long before the other people did. Yeah, she did, yeah. Freaking ripping them off. Wishing they were Bjork. They aren't Bjork. They aren't Bjork. No. No. Anyway, you review your second thing, because there, there's Bjork. not really much I can say about Shape of the World. It's a thing you walk around. Yeah. Would you <laughs> recommend it to people? I guess. It's, it's like a specific audience, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I did have a go. Yeah, if you're I, a fan of Gears of War. Yeah. Give <laughs> yeah. it a go. Yeah. Um, that could be like your, your, your come down game. So you play Gears of War, you get amped up, and then you, you play a bit of Shape of the World mm. just to come down a bit. It's just called Gears now, isn't it? Yeah. No, of Gears Five. Gears Five's coming out. Yeah. And Which Funko actually has Gears. a story. Yeah. That story. That was a story. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. It was always just like, the government's corrupt. I saw nerds were complaining because the main character's a woman in the new one. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know. Of course they do. Of I'm course. sure they complain as well that Curry Tecmo said that they're going to cut down on the sexiness in the Dead or Alive games and make it more about fighting. Oh is, no, a yeah. fighting game about yeah. fighting. Yeah. One of the things that really annoys me about nerd culture right now is that as we move towards more and more representation, you get people going like, well, where's my diabetic asthmatic 40 stone man wandering the streets firing at demons? It's like, you'd be dead in a second, buddy. <laughs> let's not, let's not pretend you are going to replace the physically fit even 50 year old Joel in fucking Last of Us. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want Joel to be, you know, pushing 40 stone, <laughs> hooking up with someone to buy some off-market insulin and then hitting an asthma inhaler every time a clicker's close to him. Can you imagine what it'd be like if you had to put that gas mask on and you're in that area where there's spores everywhere and you're just, <gasps> he's hyperventilating, he needs his inhaler. That's like, it gives you a time limit to get out of there. Um, no, misrepresentation is, is completely different nowadays for, for nerd culture and it's very strange that they seem to have, it's, it's like when they picked up on the idea of, um, uh, when they picked up on the idea of someone being, um, oh god, what is the word? When they're picked on for an, uh, a, a, a physical issue that they can't help. Ableist. No. Anyway, never mind. Nerd culture is really fucking toxic nowadays. Yeah. No, I don't mean everyone in nerd culture is. I mean that there are culture, cultures and facets of nerd culture that have developed. I think they should all just get fucked. Yeah, for the Not most literally, part. Not literally. Well, if no. they could get fucked, it wouldn't be an issue. It's like I said, if everyone was having sex, no one would be at war. No one would be arguing. Be no one would be busy. angry. Review busy. something. Anyway. All right. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm going to review something. Uh, I'm going to review Pokemon Go. Speaking of updates, what? after we had that discussion about No Man's Sky, ago. Pokemon Go! So, I played Pokemon Go quite a bit back in the day. Did you? For about five minutes. Yeah? I played it for longer It's about than all that. the gameplay there was in it. Yeah, basically. Uh, but um, I recently had to go on the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World version of it. You know, Jurassic yeah. World Alive or whatever it is. Uh, where you essentially, you it's Pokemon Go but with dinosaurs. And you have to trank them instead of throwing Pokeballs at them. Um... It's a nice little idea. It's the same game. It's almost exactly the same game, just with a different capture mechanic. So I thought I'd, I'd give Pokemon Go again. Uh, Pokemon Go a go again. Um, and it's uh, it's exactly the fucking same. Like, now they have trainers Oh, it's worth you doing stuff. a review of it. What? It's worth doing a review of it. 
Well, I just I wanted to speak about it because it's right. it's something that's changed. It's something that's updated. You the, just said it's the, exactly the same. Well, no, the core mechanics of the game have changed. There are trainer things now, so you can trade Pokemon, and there are battles you can do and things like that. But it's really just like it's still bugged with the same problems. Like the GPS isn't very good, and and like there's constant issues with servers and. And it fucking drains your battery and your data, and like yeah. you know, there's just tons of shit. Still, and they made it so you can actually just leave it in sleep mode and let it no, no, because that's the dumbest. That's shit. Basic, isn't it? You'd think that by this point they would have added a run mode, but no, you hit, you hit, and I. This is a slow kilometer. If you hit seven k, uh, uh, sorry, seven minute k's, then it thinks you're <clears> running, <throat> and it goes, oh, whoa, 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 you better be a passenger running down those paths that we can see your paths, <clears throat> like. I used it when I was in a bus. Yeah, and just caught Pokemon as we're going down the road. And really? to, um, yeah, you can catch Pokemon. You can visit Edinburgh. centers, but you mm. can't. You can't like. Um, you can't level up. Oh, no, sorry. You can't level up your Pokemon through traveling, and you can't hatch eggs. Yeah, doesn't let you. Oh, yeah, cheers. I know. But yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah, huh? it can go fuck itself. It's still the same game. Of course it is. Unless you've got like a bunch of friends that all play Pokemon Go, I don't think it's worth getting back into it. All mobile phone games just, they don't really change. They just find new ways to charge you money for things. That's true. They want you to pay for stuff. There'll be new energy things, new new items to buy. Do you want a hat for your Pikachu? Ten quid. Horse armor. Horse armor for Pikachu. Horse armor for yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, it doesn't fit him. <coughs> so have you seen they're releasing a Skyrim for mobile phones? Are they? Yep, and they're releasing that new Skyrim for next-gen consoles. Well, they've so. released Skyrim for Alexa. Well, no, that was a joke. We no, no, it's actually... Is that actually something that happened? That's actually on Amazon. That's incredible. Yeah. I might get an Alexa. <laughs> is that... So, um, wait, how far can you go in the game? I don't know. You just talk to it. It's like a roleplay thing. Yeah. But it exists. So. One sec. Sorry, I'm just quickly Googling it because I need yeah, to... Yeah, that's a really good thing to do in the middle of the audio podcast. Go silent for as long as possible. Oh, anyway. wow. Yeah, I actually turned it... It was a joke and then they turned it to a real thing. They literally released it the same day. It was, oh, it was not a joke. They wanted people to think it's a joke. And it wasn't a joke. The advert for it was great with yeah. uh, with um, Key just being like, yeah. Fosrodar. <laughs> all right, anyway. Um, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, Pokemon Go. Just what the fuck is the point? If you if you like Pokemon Go already, then, you know, whatever. Just play it more, I guess. Mm. And your review. Right, I'm going to... Okay, so you know I'm like I'm behind on Power Rangers. Yeah. Bit behind. I'm only up to like episode twenty of Time Force, so Big, I'm a bit behind. Bad the good thing is I did manage to watch two whole seasons of Hikonin Sentai Kiba Ranger. Okay. Which is the Japanese Super Sentai series. Is it better? That's it's the question I really have. Fantastic. It's better. There's only twelve episodes well, there's thirteen episodes per series, but the last episode in each series is like a recap one, although it's in universe recap. Yeah. Um but basically here's the premise for the series. It's an unofficial Sentai show. It wasn't isn't part of the Super Sentai series. It's made by Toei, made by the same people. Yeah. And all this sort of stuff. And it features rangers from other shows turning up. But it's it was shown later in the day. It was shown for teenagers and stuff like that. Although yeah. really there's not much difference in like content other than the occasional like, you know, lewd content every now and again. Yeah. Like you don't get much nudity in regular Super Sentai, but you can usually get some tease of nudity in Hikonian Sentai Kiba Ranger. I saw some women with really weird nipples a couple of weeks ago. That's good. Can we talk about this really quickly? No. They were big. Like, I'm not talking like... Like, she just had a very big nipple and wasn't wearing a bra. 
and was walking around in this white t-shirt and it was very, very clear she had these weird big nipples and her boyfriend was holding her hand very happily. Uh, well, not, why wouldn't he be happy? He had a beautiful girl on his arm, but he was walking around happily just traversing around the place with this woman with these massive, very visible nipples. And people, like, were obviously, you know, aware of this. And everybody was acting like, like, you know, just whatever they want to get. But is that not public nudity? No. All right. That was my question. Okay. I'm downloading Amazon uh, Alexa so we can play Skyrim. Anyway, the Conan Sentai Kiba Ranger. It's about yeah. a guy named Akagi. Yeah. Aka is Japanese for red. Okay. Okay. And he's a big fan of Super Sentai, the TV series. Of course he, he is. He fucking loves it. Yeah. Big Who is He's also the fan of this anime show that's just started on One Punch around Man. him. Which is called about this girl who turns into a gum. Sailor Moon. No, it's nothing. It's made up for the show. It's not oh, a real one. Wait, what was that film? Moe Moe Zakun or something. What was like the that? film where the guy gets stabbed by metal and he because starts becoming a big robot? Tetsuo the Iron Hat. Iron okay, Man. yeah, Tetsuo. Yeah. Tetsuo. Yeah, 3. That's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, Tetsuo Two was Bullet Man. Was Body Hammer. Body Hammer. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, so he gets recruited by a woman called Hakase, which yeah. is well, Hakase, which Japanese is Japanese doc, for sexy doctor. Oh, yeah. But anyway, she gets picked up by the, he gets picked up by this woman and she's also got someone already in the car and then they go and get someone else and she tells him that they're going to become Super Sentais. And he's like, at first he thinks, oh, I'm going to be part of a Super Sentai TV show. He thinks he's been picked out for it. But it turns out he hasn't. And it turns out there's, well, they don't really have a villain yet. They have to go find one. And then he's walking through the street and he just stumbles across one. And they get into a fight and they transform and they use, um, a gun that looks like the anime character. Murray Murray Zikun, and they pull the trigger. It turns them into the warriors. They get the super suits and all this sort of stuff, and they do some training. They fight some villains and stuff like that. And the rules of the Super Sentai show play into effect. Okay. So, like the villain in the first episode, they defeat him after the general goes. You know what? I'm going to leave it all to you because that's like a a signal in Super Sentai. If the general leaves it to her minion that she thinks she's won the battle, well, that's when it all goes wrong. So that's how they beat him. But then it turns out, plot twist, the fight didn't actually happen. Um, they're delusional, and they think they've turned into Super Sentais. And what really happened was they were in the street throwing their fists around in that, the air and having a shout, and the police came and sorted out the problem that they stumbled across, which was unrelated. And then, <laughs> yeah, so they didn't really turn into Super Sentais. So that's how the show goes. But then they're sort of like, this is kind of pointless, but also it's kind of fun. So you yeah. know what? We're going to do it. We're just going to keep having this fun. We'll keep doing the transformations and fighting these monsters that don't seem to exist. Until one day, the general they were fighting appears in the real world. And they're like, are we still delusional? And he's like, no, she's here. And it's because their delusional abilities are so great, they can tear down the fabric of reality. So this whole series plays out, and there's plot twist after plot twist. It gets weirder and weirder. It gets to the point where they're able to transform in real life because they're so deluded that they can pull that unreal world into their world um they even managed to make their car transform into a robot and you know so they can fight and have a mecha fight and stuff and as the show goes on they start to realize that they're actually in a tv show created by the guy who created super sentai and he's trying to wrap the show up and he tries to put the big dramatic plot twist for the end of the series one of the rangers leaves and they get a handsome new ranger taking his place and that's when he realizes in a tv show yeah and all this sort of stuff and the show, this first series literally ends with them fighting the words the end as they appear over the side of a building because they're trying to stop the show from ending and the villain's in on it and she's like, you know, maybe we should just carry this on for another six or seven months. Um, 
and it's just fantastic, like referential, silly humor going all the way through. The main character's like the main character Akagi. He's obsessed with Super Sentai, so he keeps bringing real Super Sentai characters into his delusion, and he gains powers from them. So you meet the Deca Ranger and Z Ranger and stuff like that. Um, and the second series starts off with a, like what seems to be a recap of the first series, and then as it goes along, you realize they're recapping everything wrong, like everything they're saying is incorrect. Yeah. So what's happened is is the creator of the show. He's made a second series, but what he's done is he's rewritten the past. So he's changed, he's retconned the previous series. Yeah. So instead of the Red Ranger leaving, the Blue Ranger left, and now they've got a new Blue Ranger. And so they get involved in all this stupid battle, and they, the series carries on for a while before they realise that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, and they build up to this whole friggin' finale where, again, they have to stop the creator from destroying their existence. Um, he even tries to replace Super Sentai with a new show about a giant warrior who looks suspiciously like Ultraman. Yeah. Um, but the show's just freaking fantastic, stupid sense of humour. It's playing around with really weird high-concept stuff, but does it in a way where it's almost like dismissive of how high-concept it is. It's just like, whatever, fuck it. It's reality-bending nonsense. Who cares? We're just going to punch some things. Um, and it's fantastic. They they should be accepted as regular Sentais. It's the sort of thing which they could have adapted it into an Adult Swim TV series yeah. and it would have worked perfectly, like that referential humour. The only thing is, because it's set in Akihabara, it would kind of be tough to sort of place that in America because there's yeah. nowhere quite like that in America. They could just remake it. Yeah, just make it yeah. say the different thing, use the same costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Just the they same. always warp away to different locations most of the time for the fight, so... so yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, fantastic series and they, they hint at a season three and it never happened. Oh. Which is a shame. But yeah. I think they could, I think they should do a season three later on and just be like, everyone forgot we existed, now we have to try and, you know, become an official Sentai so people recognise us. Well, we have to just get delusional again. Yeah. And start doing heroin. Yeah. And start doing mushrooms. But it's like, they're, they're not canon to Super Sentai, so they've never appeared in Super Sentai, but there's been references here and there. Like, oh, right. Um, there's a film, Deca Ranger versus Gavan. Gavan's another one of those shows in Japan. And the villain from Akiba Ranger plays a villain in that, and she shouts out something to one of the Deca Rangers, and he goes, Pain is strength. Wait, how do you make me say that? Pain is <laughs> strength is the Akiba Ranger motto. Yeah. Um, and it's fat, just running gags through the series are brilliant, like them trying to do their pose and they mess up the pose every week until because they it's really difficult to coordinate a pose between three people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially when you didn't rehearse it. <laughs> just like, you know, they the one time they strike the pose and it seems to be perfect, and then a big old symbol comes up behind them, a loud noise like, Jesus Christ, that can happen <laughs> as well. Um But yeah, fantastic series. And only twelve ep- only twelve episodes per series, like four yeah. twenty four in all. Quick in and out. Yeah, you can you can get through it in a couple of days, and it's a lot of fun. I'm going to try and do the same with Luke Cage and the remaining episodes of Westworld that I missed tomorrow. Mm. I'm on episode three of Luke Cage. It's good so far. Yeah. Alexa, open Skyrim. No, don't open Skyrim. I'm going to pause the thing. No, 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 don't. Don't, 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 don't. I mm. want to see if it recognises my voice. Alexa. Just do a review. Don't put the Skyrim thing on. Why did I tell you that was thing? Alexa, open Skyrim. What are you doing? Just do a review. Alexa, kill her. Do the do your review. Look, there's like five seconds okay, of silence. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. All right. Fucking um, okay, so Jesus. my next review is going to be... Let me refer to my notes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, my next review is going to be... Oh, Surgeon Simulator, ER edition. Oh, reviewing stuff that's really new. Yeah, for the PSVR. Yeah. Uh, so it's Surgeon Simulator as you know and love it I've got it on my phone I've got it on my iPad I've got it on my PC I've now got it on my PS4 and mm, VR back from 2012 nice 
Did you just check the date that Surgeon Simulator was released? No, I played it when it was a Game Jam game years anyway. and years ago. So anyway. When it had the casualty theme tune. Yeah. <coughs> so Surgeon Simulator on VR. It's really good in PS, PSVR. Perfectly matches. Um, small, you know, not room scale VR. Um, and it really works. Everything is very tight. The controls are very tight. The motion controls work really well. Um, one thing I would say is the sound's a bit weird. Doesn't sound the same as the other versions. You don't get as much of the ambient sound, which oh, is right. weird. Um, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. So I'd give it a Tom Atkins. It's probably one of the best experiences I've had so far in VR. Um, it's perfectly fitting in the technology, and I can see why it was released for so many different devices. It's just, it's a very, very good game. It's nice, silly, but fun. Now what they need to do is do an amateur surgeon version. That's what Surgeon Simulator is. No, but have you seen Amateur Surgeon, the uh, adult swim game? No. It's a piss take of... Do you remember the old Wii games where you'd have to like cut people open and put gel on them and stuff like that? It's a piss take version of those in which you have like a pizza cutter. All right. And like you have like, instead of tweezers, you have, you know, the um, clamps from a car, a car starting kit, you know, like jumper cables. Yeah. And things like that. And it's, it's really good. It's really funny, really silly. And again, that's something that perfectly fits the tone. And that's a mobile phone only game life. But you've already got Surgeon Simulator. Same thing. Kind of. Surgeon Simulator is, you know, it's like silly, just rip everything out and put something in. <laughs> yeah. Um, amateur Surgeon, that's a different thing altogether. That's follow the patterns, do what you need to do to kill like the person. Trauma Center. Yeah, like Trauma Center. Yeah. Exactly the same as Trauma Center, but sillier, mobile phone, 2D, nice, easy game to go on with. Mm. I would actually recommend Amateur Surgeon over Surgeon Simulator just because it's free. Um, and it's, and you know, it's on everything. It's on mobile phones. Anyone can play it. Mm. But yeah, my, uh, my review of Surgeon Simulator is a Tom Atkins. V- the ER edition for PSVR. It's fantastic. It's really, really good fun. Um, like I said, it just, it's the kind of game that perfectly fits the tech. There are no massive technological issues with that sort of, that sort of game. Um, it'd be difficult to have issues with that sort of game. And for the most part, it's been around for years. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious (laughs) as well. It's still really fucking funny. Like, getting someone to play that for the first time is exactly the same as I remember it being playing, you know, playing the original version for the first time back in the day. It is just as fun, just as silly, and, and, you know, that sort of energy is infectious. This was going to be a review of Super Hot VR, um, but I'm not done with it yet. (laughs) I didn't want to review Super Hot VR yet. I'm I'm kind of done with Surgeon Simulator VR because I've played it for quite a bit, but yeah. I don't want to review Super Hot VR yet. Okay, don't then. Yeah, so. Surgeon Simulator and Tom Atkins. Nice quick review. And you happy with that? Sure, why? Fine, whatever. See, that was nice and quick, right? Yeah. You're a lot happier now. Yeah, I know you wanted to yeah? play on Alexa All instead. Right, let's do that. No, put that down. You don't want to play on Alexa? Put, no, because you just said you want to play on Alexa. To do. Alexa, open Skyrim. <sighs> no. Alexa. You have chosen to walk towards a fortified town. Once at the fortified town, a wood elf innkeeper greets you. He looks quite sad. He tells you his friend was killed by a mysterious evil in a dense forest. Kill wood elf. Will you avenge his friend? No. Kill wood elf. You don't know how to roleplay, do you? Will you avenge his friend? Yes. So you have to do what he says. Yeah. You arrive at your first dungeon. As the mighty Dove yeah, we need King, to do a podcast. Yeah. I know, I know, yeah, we just one second. Cast oh spell my God. or shout to battle your enemies. And, seeing as how your Skyrim's chosen one, 
You certainly will never ever need to ask to flee when facing an enemy too powerful for you. Nope. A powerful warrior like you won't ever need to flee. Or even mm. take enough damage to ask, what is my health? So let's continue. Okay. You followed the quest marker to your destination. The forest looks tranquil and calm. We're going to get content ID. No, we're not. For what? For words? For Alexa, yeah. Alexa, kill... The smell of rotting leaves fills the air. Fuck you. you. All right, that's that. It's not intuitive enough. I'll wait for the update. <laughs> Go on, your, your review, Ad. Jesus. T fucking Christ. Um... At least I can play it in the bath. Yeah. Shall I review something I watched weeks ago that was bollocks? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, fucking Assassin's Creed, the movie. You actually finally watched it? I watched that a few weeks ago. I reviewed back. that months ago. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, really bad. It's really... has no direction whatsoever until about really ten minutes from the end. I told you it was And then really it just bad. ends. Have you seen the alternate ending? No. They all die except for Michael Fassbender. Oh, of course. Just the whole thing's like them going, oh, we need you to do this thing. He's like, yeah, I'm really getting into this. Yeah. But he doesn't have a goal. He's just really getting into it. And then, and then, like, betrayal stuff happens. He's like, oh, right, okay, we're going to form an Assassin's Guild or some shit. And then they just turn up at a ball and they kill... Was Michael Jer- Ironside. Michael, was it Michael? Not Michael Ironside. No, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Irons. <laughs> they fucking kill Jeremy Irons. And then you think that's the big finale sequence, but it's like five minutes. Yeah. They just turn up and kill him and then go. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, the film's awful. There's no character... Mm-hmm. Development. They just they have the one thread. They, it's like they have the idea of a story where it's like, oh, you got a past and this yeah. conflict with your dad and stuff. But it's like explored in two scenes. And I like the fact his dad's just there. Yeah, it just that's happens good. to be that's convenient for yeah. storytelling. They got me here, son. I'm a va- I'm a fucking assassin. They got me here. I'm an assassin now. I assassinated people a hundred years ago, and I killed your mom. And they do that shit with the, the friggin' animus making it big and exciting. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Just jumping make it a around bed. Yeah, but the thing is, they want it to be more dynamic, obviously, for cinema. But why? Just have just the don't dynamic cut back scenes to it. happen in the uh, in the old yeah. ancient times. That's what the games do. The games don't keep cutting back no. to then until he gets up out of it. <laughs> Which is really rare because I know that's fucking boring. Mm. Um, all right, so but it's not good. I had a bunch of issues. They're going to make a sequel. No, <laughs> no, I don't think it did any money. It didn't make yeah. any monies. But they they cancelled a. Um, Assassin's Creed game that year didn't they they took a year off so the film could be the Assassin's Creed event that year that's two years ago Origins was really good that game was fantastic and Odyssey looks great but that film was just nothing happens and they jump off stuff and there's like maybe one action sequence that was kind of neat when they're fighting in the bathhouse it's like a nice build and then it just eh why Hmm. Yeah, they they sort of frame all as being like, oh, they're all mental and they're all seeing weird visions of like the assassins going around and stuff. And you know, in the game, stuff like that happens. They all start absorbing, you know, their assassins' abilities and stuff like that. Um, and then the game's just kind of lost interest in the whole future stuff and just sort of forgot about all that. Um, Origins does a good job with that because the main girl actually does learn some skills and then it leads up to an action sequence at the end where you're using all the skills you learned in the Animus to defeat some bad guys in the real world, which is nice. But um, Assassin's Creed Origins is just... This film is just... It's nothing. Yeah. Well, I did tell you that, didn't I? Yeah. It's just bollocks. I don't care for it. But I watched it for some reason. It finishes in like an hour and 20 minutes. There's like 11 minutes of credits. Because yeah. it's a friggin' Ubisoft 
production. So, of course, there's a ridiculous amount of credits at the end of it. they got to give everyone a credit, I guess, everyone in catering and everything. But catering should get credits, but, you know, not 20 minutes of them. Michael Fassbender as, an, as a Spanish-Irish... What was he? Spanish-Irish something. He's German-Irish, isn't he? Mm. I don't know. Who was the other woman in it? The lady in it? Marion uh, Marion Coutelard. Oh, God. Yeah. She's not in much now. No. After that. She was in James Bond. She was in the best Bond film, wasn't she's she? She's really attractive. She's a great French actress. She's she was in, in Inception. Yeah, Inception. That's what she was in. Yeah. That's good. I like Inception's all right. It's a good film. It's a decent film. It's passable. Christopher Nolan's not as good a director as people think. Who directed the Assassin's Creed film? I have no idea. No idea? Uh, it's probably Pitoff or something. Someone terrible. <laughs> Pitoff? <laughs> Pitoff is back! Yeah, he directed Catwoman, didn't he? Pitoff did direct Catwoman. Yeah, there's a film. How dare you doubt Pitoff? But yeah, this this wouldn't even... It doesn't even have the, like... doesn't even have any campiness to it to make it endearing. Like, you know, some films can get by on. Some films can be a bit shit in the story. But you enjoy them because they have, like, fun with yeah. it. Like G.I. Joe Retaliation. Yeah. Prime example. Not a particularly strong story, not particularly strong characters at all, but it is fun as fuck. Well, no, G.I. Joe Retaliation works because it's dynamic. Yeah, it knows exactly what it is. Every action sequence is different. Do you remember the action sequence in Assassin's Creed where there's just dust everywhere? And they're on carts? Yeah, all of them. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, that's shit. Assassin's Creed film. Don't watch it. Play Assassin's Creed Origins instead. It's really good. What are you going to review? Your last review? It is my last review. And is it your last review? Sadly, it's come to the point where it is my last review, so I'm going to what review... What else did you review today? I'm going to... Re- oh, for fuck's sake. Until Dawn, Rush of... Yeah, Hello. Until Dawn, Surgeon Simulator. Um, what was the first thing I reviewed? I refer to my notes, and <laughs> Until Dawn was the first Pokemon one. Go. Pokemon Go, that was it. Your shitty yeah. Pokemon Go review. Yeah, p- shitty Pokemon yeah. Go review. That's good. You're going to review something that's up to date? I am. I am. I'm going to review oh, Jurassic World 2, The Lost Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Now, Fallen Kingdom. And you haven't watched this, have you? Yeah, so don't just sit there recapping the bloody plot. So I'm going to talk all about the plot, and I'm going to have a lot of spoilers going on. No. Um, just because no. Anne doesn't want to pay to see the movie. I get it. I understand. Films are expensive. Um, so we open up on dinosaurs. No, just talk about the film. Oh, we open up on dinosaurs. Very good. Fantastic. Only talking about the film, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Just what uh, the film is like, about what, what how it works. So, um, Jurassic World 2 is a weird film. Is it? It's an odd movie. Oh. Structurally, it's a bit odd. Um, I wasn't expecting much going into it, because the trailers were dog shit. They were really fucking bad, let's face mm. it. Um, and it, it painted the whole thing as like this adventure on Dinosaur Island, and a volcano, and then people running away from ash, and it was all like... Well, the first trailer we- showed that, but after yeah. that it looked like it was the Lost World. Yeah, and a lot of people were going like, "Well, <clears throat> what is this? It's just this," um, and and it, it, it that's only the first half. Yeah, the second half is like a weird horror movie. Good, um, but but yeah. So uh, the plot, in a very basic way, I'm not going to ruin the ending or any of the any of the plot points. Um, we find our two main characters, um, Owen and. Bryce Chris Dallas Pratt Howard. and Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. Are, yeah. uh, uh, they were romantically involved after the first movie. They've both gone different ways. Chris Pratt has chosen isolation. He's building a cabin. He's trying to stay away from people. He's got his little trailer again, you know, like in the first film. He's got a little trailer near this thing that he's building. 
Bryce Dallas Howard is fighting for the rights of dinosaurs to try and get the the animals off the island because the volcano is going to erupt soon. They're all aware of it. It's sort of like a ticking clock. But they built a theme park there. They did build a theme park there. Okay. The island... No, no, sorry, wait. They built a theme park on an island with an active volcano. I can't remember if it's the same island. It might be like a Site B situation. No, they said it was the same island because Blue's there, isn't it? It goes back to get it Blue. It is. Yeah, Blue is there. You're absolutely so right. So they built a the same theme park on an island. Well, the, the, the volcano wasn't active when the when the, when the the um, theme park was there. It suddenly become active. There is some slight mystery around that. There's a little bit of a hint of something, but ignore that. Um, and then, and so she is fighting for the dinosaurs to be taken off the island, put onto a new island somewhere that's completely away from everywhere else. That they could be. Hopefully, it doesn't have an active volcano on it. It doesn't. They check. How oh, good? They do a top-down shot with a drone. They're like, "There's no volcanoes here. Let's do this." Yeah. Um, Jeff Goldblum, in his in his only only one of only two scenes that he's in the film, um, is is actually against the idea. He believes the world is writing itself. It's almost like a Gaia is correcting the wrongs of man. Oh, fair enough. Like, that's his defence, is that he's saying that we did something bad, the Earth is correcting those bad things that we did. Which is, you know, fair point. You know, maybe it is. Maybe that doesn't that's sound how, like chaos to me. Maybe it's not chaos. That is what well, it is chaos, isn't it? Not really. Chaos would just be people getting wiped out regardless. That's true. He's making it sound like an, an, an inst- you know an actual action is happening. Yeah, based on what they did. Yeah, he's called, he's talking about cause and effect, not chaos yeah, theory. Yeah, that's not right. That's not right. That's, that doesn't sound like our Jeff Goldblum, does it? No. Anyway, Ian uh, Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. You remember the names of the characters from Jurassic Park? Ellie Dr. Sadler, Grant. Ian Ma- Malcolm, Sam Neil. Da- yeah, Doctor Grant. Yeah, Doctor Alan, Alan Grant. Grant. Yeah, Richard Hammond. Richard Hammond. Dennis Nedry. Oh, Nedry. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Lex and uh, other Lex. <laughs> what was the other kid's name? Lex and... The boys. I know he's played by Joey Mazzello. What is his name? He was in Band of Brothers. He was? Yeah. Yeah. That was a really weird... Because his face has aged, but it looks very very smooth, still uh, weird. Anyway, that's besides the point. Jurassic World. So, um, Characters from Jurassic World, I remember. Yeah. None. Characters that, yeah. Lena Lou got killed really unnecessarily violently in one bit. Oh, yeah, she got pulled apart. Yeah, for no and reason then, at all. And then eaten by a giant thing. And she was just doing her job and she did yeah, nothing it's fucking bad. Horrible. Um, anyway, so Jurassic World, yeah. So, uh, the, the, um, the idea is that a charity, the other half of Dr. Um, uh, God, who was the original, who was the original park owner? Hammond. Yeah, Richard Hammond. So Richard Hammond had a partner. Um, that partner decided not to pursue the Jurassic Park brand mm. because he believed there was another future to cloning, another future to this idea of using cells to create someone. Um, and he, uh, but before he can explain this further, his daughter enters the picture and we meet, uh, not his daughter. Um, a little girl enters the picture. It's his, it's his granddaughter who, uh, who, who he is looking after because his, his, her mother died. Um, uh, yeah, um, and, and, this is besides the point. The whole thing is set up so there's a villain. The villain has clear ideas of what they want to do. Those ideas shift when they find out that, you know, what they originally expected to do may not be possible. The Indominus Rex plays a big part in it. It's not an Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex plays a big part in it. And they make another dinosaur using the DNA from the yes, Indominus it's Rex. It's not an Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex plays a massive part. The opening sequence of this film is fantastic. All right. I would I would say the opening sequence is, is a real highlight, and then there's a bit of a dip when they go to Adventure Island and they're finding the backstory. The human characters are always the weakest. 
things like Blue, um, she's back in it, which is great. You know, uh, T-Rex is back in it. You know, there's a lot of really nice set pieces, a lot of really good action sequences. There's some good characters, but they're mostly background characters. The main character is still quite bland. You don't really care about that relationship. You care more about the dinosaurs. And, you know, for the most part, the dinosaurs are full and forward. They're like, they are the main bit. Mm. Um, there's some, like I said, just the action sequences, the way they're planned, the visualization of dinosaurs interacting with different things and the way that things work are great. There's a really nice, um, not Clancy Brown. Who is the other, the big guy from Monk? The one who played Buffalo Bill. Tony Shalhoub. No, the one who played Buffalo Bill in Sons of the Lambs. I can't remember. Guy. Oh, God. He was in, he was in the Hills of Eyes remake as well. Yeah, probably. He's fucking massive. He's in this. He plays the part of, um, of Vincent D'Onofrio from Jurassic World. So he's sort of in the, in the same, character. same sort of character. Yeah. Different motivations. Yeah, because he dies in Jurassic World, doesn't he? He does. He yeah. does. He dies because of his hubris. Um, but I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this because I didn't ever expect it to be like this. But I actually really recommend this. What? Yeah. Yeah, I really recommend it. I, I give it a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, which would be Julianne Moore. It's, it's, it's better than I could have expected. It works out and, and things are clear. Motivations are clear. The reasons why they're doing things are clear. Um, Chris Pratt's fine in it, which is pretty much all we can expect from him. He's just playing Chris Pratt again. He kind of plays Chris Pratt in every film. Yeah. Um, the only time he doesn't is when he's Star-Lord and he kind of plays this doofus, which is great. Because it's a play on the whole, like... Well, Chris Pratt. What? Being a doofus? Yeah. Yeah. He's more like Andy Dwyer in space. He's than... the Nolan North of being on screen. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, just in everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I recommend it. It's, it, it, gen- it genuinely is a good time. Um, I'd say that... I'd say that... Go in without expectation. But come out having a great time. The back half of it is more like an old horror film than anything else. Which is really, really fun. It's it's like a haunted house movie. Um but yeah. Your review Why Ant. are you staring at your phone when you're trying to review stuff? Your review, Ant. Jesus. Ant Ant, it's your review. Are you playing on your phone again? No. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna confiscate that. Why? Because it's distracting you. That's not. Oh god. Right, I'm going to review Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I went to see it. Are you talking about the film that, that killed the Star Wars franchise? No, that was Last Jedi, wasn't it? No. Everyone hates Last Jedi, even though it's possibly the best Star Wars film since Empire Strikes Back. I like whatever. Last Jedi. It's a fantastic film. I only had film. issues with the secret escape hatch that was also, you know... So you can't concentrate because you're A giant that. pile of rocks That's that okay. were moved quite easily by the Force. It's fine. Anyway, Solo, a Star Wars story. It's actually a lot of fun. It's an enjoyable, enjoyable film. It's not like, you know, complex or anything. It doesn't, it's, it's a space heist movie, as it were. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of like, there's some stuff in it that's a bit dodgy, but basically the whole story goes, you know, early on, Han Solo. He's not got his surname at this point. He's just called Han. Um, he's an orphan or some shit. And him and his girlfriend, whatever her fucking name is. Um, they get split up at this border when they're trying to escape they're trying to take asylum and go somewhere else um, and then he promises he's going to get back to her and he goes off on these adventures and stuff and eventually he gets dragged into the Imperial Alliance and fighting as a stormtrooper for a bit and then breaks away from that when he sees an opportunity to earn some money with some other guys you know doing a big old heist and you know it just leads to this whole series of events and that all wraps back into his girlfriend who's now working for a crime lord who's the guy who's employing the people he's doing a heist for 
So, you know, it all comes together and his plan is to do the heist, get the money, free her and escape and all this sort of stuff. And there's all sorts of plot twistery goes on as it goes moves along. Um, highlights of the film, action sequences are really fun. Um, special effects are freaking fantastic, like really top-notch, awesome action sequences, all really well plotted out and all this sort of stuff. Um, but they are kind of, it does feel a little bit at times like they fought up of the action sequences before they put the story together. Because, you know, they wanted to have a Kessel Run sequence and they wanted to have some big train heist because there's a Western feel to it and, you know, train heists are a thing you do in Westerns, isn't it? Yeah. Cowboys and Indians and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, and Paul Bettany is, like, possibly the, like, one of the, like, they, there's been some decent villains in Star Wars recently. Kylo Ren's a great villain and Paul Bettany is, like, fantastic. He's He's like a crime lord guy who's, he really pulls off that whole thing where, you might be totally safe around him until you're not, and then he's going to stab you. Like, he'll be your best bud, and he'll like he'll put you at ease and all this sort of stuff, and he'll make you feel really calm and all this sort of thing, and then he'll stab you in the throat. Um, and he's like, yeah, he's fantastic in it, in this film. I like, I like a bit of Paul Bettany. He needs to be in more stuff. He needs to be a bit more sinister in things. I think he'd be a really good like, young Hannibal Lecter if they ever decide to do a new... Science of the Lambs type spin-off. Um, <laughs> Just randomly have him in there as uh, as Hannibal. Buffalo Bill. No, it's Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, he'd be great as that. You reckon? Yeah. Does he do a lot of lip stuff in this? He loves lip stuff. Does Paul Bettany? He does lip stuff with um, Elizabeth Olsen in the Avengers films. Infinity War. <laughs> Infinity War. Eh? Um, the only if you thing want to see a real fuck machine. Hmm. Ultra. Ultron. Uh, Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Ultron. Yeah. In the comics, Ultron invented Vision. Do you know that? Pim, Hank Pym makes Ultron, doesn't he? I can't and Ultron remember. makes Vision to infiltrate the Avengers. That's not Star Wars. And then during the Age of Ultron, they use him to detect superheroes because he's a powerful kind of machine. Yeah. Anyway, so look, the only things I would criticise Solo for, because it it's not like a film that's high art or anything, it's just a serviceable action adventure. It's not movie. high art? No, it's weird Why are we that. even fucking talking about it on a high art know. podcast? I know. But they, um, the things that sort of drag it down a little bit is there is this thing where they're desperately trying to make you remember things about Han Solo. The Kessel Run. But, yeah, the Kessel Run thing has to happen. But, yeah. you know... I mean, they could have done the whole film and just had the Kessel Run be the only thing that ties you to stuff you know about Han Solo. And that would have been fine. But when you couple it with stuff like he gets his blaster for the first time, how he meets Chewbacca, you know, and all this sort of stuff, which is typical. But they become best buds. Does he talk Wookiee right from the beginning? Yeah, he t- he he knows how to speak Wookiee. He only knows a little bit of it. Like he's learned a little bit over the years. How? He, um, he says something like, "Freaking, he lived on Kashyyyk for a little while when he was young, or something." Why? He's an orphan. I can't remember. But he, it's how he's fucking stupid. It's how he organizes. St- that's, that's mentioned before in Star Wars background stuff, isn't it? Canon. But um, the yeah, because he was supposed to have lived on Kashyyyk as a child or something like that. Oh. But um, freaking. You know, there's little stuff like um, when he's registering for the Imperial Alliance because he's trying to get away from the guards and this is his quickest bet is to jump on a ship with the Imperial Alliance because they won't arrest him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, what's your name, Han? He goes, what's your surname? He goes, uh, just Han. He says, no, just me, I'm just on my own. And he goes, Solo. So his name gets... He gets oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has these little dice, which I don't remember the dice in the original no, trilogy. They were, they were dangling there, but they, they made them... They just don't mean a, fucking anything. Yeah, they made him a thing later, which you needed something for Luke to pass to Leia in Last Jedi, you know, to remember Han by or something like that. Yeah. But there's not really many objects associated with Han that aren't a gun or a waistcoat. So <laughs> I guess the dice were perfect 
Oh, I really want to watch Community. Now I think they mentioned the waistcoat. Yeah, but they um, yeah. There's little things like that that go through it. There's little mentions of like moments and little things that just make you remind of you know stuff Han Solo. We know about Han Solo from the original trilogy. Just little things here and there, and it's it's fine. It doesn't intrude too much. It's not one of those ones where they're going, here's an ATST, here's a fucking TIE Fighters and all this shit. Like, like once you've um, done the early part of the film where he's in the Imperial Alliance mm. and the Empire, um, once that's out of the way, you don't see him again. It's all keeps away from the Empire and all that sort of stuff, which is nice. Is it all the rebels? Yeah, well, you're, um, the Rebel Alliance isn't formed yet, but you're, there's a group that are after him. And what the stuff they're after is after the whatever they're trying to pick up, Some sort of fuel and or you find out they're like the early stages of the Rebel Alliance. Because oh, right. um, it is like it's only like ten years after the Phantom, after Revenge of the Sith, isn't it? So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah it's so. pretty close. Um, the thing is, if they're gonna do, I don't know if they'll do a direct sequel to this, but there is definite hooks for a, a follow up. Oh, they've cancelled everything. Yeah, maybe. But, um, because Solo failed. Yeah, which is silly because they released Solo the week after Avengers and in between Avengers, Deadpool and Jurassic World. Yeah. It's probably their own fault really, isn't it? Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If they I released think... it like late August, fine. Like, it would have been fine. But whatever. I think that they should have just made a film that wasn't Han Solo the movie. Yeah, not many people crying out for that. No. I could like... see films with Han Solo in. Yeah. As or cool. just Lando Carizzi in the but movie would have been Dis- better. Disney don't learn this though, did they? They did the same with, with Pirates of the Caribbean. They made all those Pirates of the Caribbean sequels and made Jack Sparrow the main character. And Jack Sparrow isn't a main character. Jack Sparrow yeah. is the foil for the other characters. Yeah. He's the one who irritates the antagonists and the protagonists. And he effectively is the one who instigates the stories and stuff. But he's, he's Slimer. Like, he's there to be a an extra character. You can't base an entire thing around him. You need to have other stuff. And Han Solo is like, he's the guy who can do the things the heroes can't do. The morally grey stuff. And, you know, he gets to his moral grey point. But um, Alden Elreich playing Han Solo, he's fine. He doesn't he doesn't do an impression of Harrison Ford. He does, like, he embodies Han Solo as a character yeah. more than playing Harrison Ford. And it's kind of one of those things that doesn't make sense until you watch it. But you don't feel like he's not Han Solo when you're watching this. Yeah. He's got that swagger. Um, Donald Glover's fantastic as friggin' Lando Calrissian. Yeah, he's doing a great Billy D. Williams impression. He does just do a Billy D. Williams impression, I heard. Yeah, but he's like he's he's nailed the intonations yeah. of Billy D. Williams, his way of talking, all this sort of stuff, and he's fun. Um, you know, in his Millennium Falcons, like nice and pristine, and all this sort of stuff. And by the end of the film, it's not. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Chewbacca's fun in it. It's good to see Chewbacca being Chewbacca and doing Chewbacca-y things. Yeah. Um, he does get, get his bolt caster straight away. Like, is that like the origin of his bolt caster? I think he already had. I think he picks it up from somewhere. Oh. I can't remember. That was a joke. I hope not. Yeah, I can't remember if he does or doesn't. <laughs> um, there is a bit brilliant scene where they're sitting around a campfire before the night before they're going to do the raid. Yeah. Um, and they're all talking about where they come from, what they want in life, and stuff like that. And they go, "What about you, Chewie?" And it's just like honestly about thirty seconds. Chewie going. <laughs> Well, all the characters just listen and like yeah man yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great <laughs> that's what we all want and I love that they just gave 30 seconds for Chewbacca to go <laughs> but yeah it's a fun film um, out of all these new Star Wars films the Disney era ones I would put it like around Force Awakens because Force Awakens the more I've watched it the less I've enjoyed it yeah it's become a film that I've got it's kind of mediocre 
Um, Rogue One was alright, but I think Rogue One has all sorts of problems. Last Jedi is like top tier friggin' stuff to me. I think it's a friggin' spot on, thematically strong film, and people are idiots that they can't see that. We have a difference of opinion when it comes to Last Jedi, but I, I, I still liked it a lot. Hmm. Um, I just had issues with just, it's Disney. I mean, it is Disney. Just some completely fucking on the nose messages and, and, Information and just representation and just loads of shit just wrong. That's fine. It's but fantastic. it's but it's a great movie. Like yeah. that's the thing. It's a good movie despite that. It would be a great movie without that. It would be good movie despite that. Well, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a fantastic you. movie. You'll see. Is. You'll see. But I'm, I'm glad they're cutting out the solo. Important. Blue yeah. Crush or ET? Yeah. Yeah. Man, fuck Time you. Will Time will tell on Blue Crush, yeah. man. Crush Groove. Crush Groove, Crush that's groove, it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, no, I think, um, it's good that they're cancelling all these Star Wars story ones. Yeah, because they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. No, the only one I want to see is a freaking. Lando Calrissian. Yeah, Lando Calrissian sex party. No, I want to oh, see. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, sex comedy. High school yeah. sex comedy with Lando Calrissian. Yeah. No, all I want to see is an Obi Wan Western. Like, imagine Fistful of Dollars, a few dollars more. Unforgiven. Like, that sort of thing. Yeah, where he's like. He's this warrior. People in the nearby Tatooine town know there's some warrior out there. They heard he's a Jedi. Yeah. They want help. He's refusing to help them. He gets dragged into it. He helps them. Yes. All set in one place. Yes. All set on Tatooine. Yes. Yes. That would be fantastic. Make that fucking movie. That'd be incredible. Don't put Darth Maul in it. Please don't put Darth Maul in it. No, don't put Darth Maul in it. Why would you do that? Because oh. Darth Maul's in it now. Ah. Oh, you yeah, haven't seen Solo that. yet, have you? No. Has he got robot legs? Not spider legs, luckily. He's just got robot legs. He just got robot legs. But fucking Darth Maul appears at the end and it's just like oh. is it Ray Park still? yeah oh cool not voiced by Peter Serafonowicz though it sounds like someone else oh really? yeah which is a shame but um, Ray Park would do anything for money yeah. so he'll turn up But have you not got Hard Target 2 that I bought you for uh... somewhere around here yeah is Ray Park in there? no no it's amazing. got um, Scott Adkins oh, Scott and Adkins. Rona Mitra I always get Scott Adkins and Ray Park mixed up because they're very similar looking no Scott Adkins is good so is Ray Park no he's a twat is he? Yeah, he's a complete tosspot. Was he a gamer gayer? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. He's an asshole. I know someone who, um, years and years ago when Phantom Menace came out, she said, no, I did karate. He used to teach me karate when I lived in Scotland. Yeah. And she said he was a complete tosser. <laughs> she didn't like him one bit. And years later, there was a whole bunch of stuff came out about him being a bit of a twat to someone. And I can't remember what it was, but yeah, oh. he's a tosser. But, um, no, Darth Maul. But yeah, don't want Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan. Don't do that. But, um, you know... Let's concentrate on the trilogies. Oh, it'd be really good because you get really inventive with the aliens that you've got in it. Mm. It could, it just needs to be unforgiven. That's yeah, what it needs to be. It, yeah. it just needs to be. He has sheathed his lightsaber. He's removed the crystal from his lightsaber. Yeah. He's buried it underneath his little fucking log cabin that he's made. He hasn't used the force to make it. You see him splintering wood and fucking his hands are worn and he's just fucking made this cap. Oh, that'd be a great... Like, there'd be the frustration yeah, of, like... no other planets. Don't go to any other planets. Starting a fire. The yeah. frustration of starting a fire. And he's just trying to do it the old school way. He's using, like, fucking rocks. You and... could build the entire film up to the moment he lights up the lightsaber. Oh, my God. Yeah, he'd go home. He'd be bad. <laughs> he'd be bruised. He smashes through the floor. Or he yeah. uses the force to peel back the fucking wood. Yeah. Picks up the crystal and puts it in. Load. Oh yes, let's do it this. buried underneath concrete, bashes no, it out. No, it's got no, all no. his coins for the <laughs> Not cartel. Concrete, no, Someone just, kills his. It just needs to be buried. One part. It needs to be buried, and like <laughs> it needs to be buried, and it's wrapped in like. Um, say it's wrapped in something to do with no, no someone asks him to rejoin the Jedi Order and he won't do it so Yoda kills his Wampa <laughs> and Obi-Wan digs out his lightsaber no, 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 like, <laughs> it, it's wrapped in his rat tail 
yeah. <laughs> and, and a piece of cloth from Anakin Skywalker. One brats. Yeah, one brats. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes on a rampage and he kills someone with a pencil. Yeah. Fantastic. There you go. Use yeah. the force. To pencil but Solo. Solo's a fun movie. It's not special. It's not brilliant. I really want to watch this Unforgiven Obi-Wan movie now. Yeah, I know. Like, can you imagine, like, at the end where he finally just unleashes all the force powers he's got at his disposal and there's, like, people, like, firing laser cannons at him and he's just, just stopping all of it and then firing it back at them and then just fucking slicing people. Let's end it with a duel. Just one-on-one duel. With a guy with a vibro sword and him with a lightsaber. What's a vibro sword? Um, vibro swords is what they used to give Jedi trainees before they made their first lightsaber. And okay. it can stop a lightsaber blast. It's like, you know, like um, Darth Maul's guards have those ones at the blue. Yeah, the, the electric ones. It's kind of like that. It's like a sword that vibrates, but it can stop lightsabers. Yeah. So it's huh. a vibro sword. That's what they use before lightsabers. In Knights of the Republic, you get a lot of vibro swords oh, okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, have a villain using that versus. Yeah. <laughs> have him say, have him say, you destroyed my chances of being a hero. Because yeah. he's, like he's like a Jedi. Who just wanted to be the hero? Who wanted that that life? And the Jedi orders. Have the guy destroyed. leading the um, bandits be Cody? Cody? Yeah, you know, um, Corporal Co- Colonel Cody, the um, the Clone Wars trooper that betrayed the, the one who's his best buddy when he's in the Clone Wars. The one who's oh, always yeah, yeah, Commander yeah. Cody. Yeah. Have it be him. Have him left the. No, no. By no. this point, he's left the. It's, it's someone Empire. who's had a one. Their Jedi master left them, like left them on the on that planet to hide them. Because something to do with the planet means that it's they're they're hidden from other force sensitive individuals, and they've just left this kid here. He was shown the life, and it was suddenly just taken away from him. He's still got his trainee vibro sword, which he's been fucking about with. So it's like a bit like Kylo Ren's lightsaber is a bit fucked up, mm. and he's been waiting for the chance to fight a Jedi, and 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 he's found the Jedi who's responsible for everything, and he's like got force powers. It's but getting he's kind of too much, him. making it too much about Obi. No, no, no! Come on, that's awesome. That links right in. No, Obi-Wan that's a good idea. You people. can make it all work. It's got to be Mad Max with Obi Wan. It will be Mad Max with Obi Wan, but like, have have there actually be some sort of connection? It doesn't it's... work when the villain has a personal grudge against the hero. He doesn't realise that that's the Obi Wan. Like the whole time he goes by old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, that confuses people. No one knows who Obi Wan is. Um, the whole the whole time he goes by old Ben Kenobi. Have and Han Solo witness him using all the Force and go, "Well, I've never seen anything like that before." And then have the end. Have and then it... he gets knocked on the head, so is he that, forgets. Does that happen in it? So he forgets. Does that happen? So in then Solo? when he gets to. Does that happen in Solo? Well, no, he doesn't see any force use. I was dreading that. I was dreading yeah. them doing that because that's a key part to me that he doesn't believe in the force. Yeah, because it's a religion. Yeah, but no, you'd like the Unforgiven thing is great. I think that like a small town have it. Yeah, just oh god, I want to see that movie now. I could write yeah. that movie. We could make that movie. Ewan McGregor's the right age. Yeah. now. He's actually almost as old as Alec McGuinness, Alec Guinness was when he played. Um, really? Yeah. Was Alec Guinness? I guess it's like 60, 60, 60, 58, uh, yeah, 58, yeah. 60, something like that. Ewan McGregor's not that old. Ewan McGregor's like late 40s. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, he's not far off. Small space, that's quite a big gap. Actually, he might be 50 now, actually, Ewan McGregor. He might be 50. He's dating Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. What? I know. It's not fair. So hot. Uh, Did you watch the film, uh, not the film, the series Braindead? No. Really good. She's in that. She's all that. She's all that. Anyway, that was that. Uh, That was fine. Yeah. We blew off the cobwebs, I think. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you wasted a ton of time playing on your phone. Oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot, we're on an adventure. We're on an adventure, come on, Ant, you ready? No, end of podcast. Ant, no, 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 Ant, Ant, you're ready, aren't you? Alexa, play separate ways, world apart. It's on, it's on my phone. One sec, let's do that, let's do that. Okay, you ready?
Alexa, play Journey. Shuffling songs by Journey. Skip. <laughs> Alexa, separate ways. Playing separate ways, worlds apart from your That's library. It. There you go. <laughs> Tell me when we get to 30 seconds. <laughs> Alexa, pause. Well, you just paused it anyway, so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Solo, it intrigues me, but I just don't want to pay to go see it because it's just Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out soon. I'm looking yeah, forward to August. that. August. Is it August? Uh, July. Is it? I thought it was August. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. Don't know. I'll go see it. Yeah, and then next year we've got no, another Avengers movie. We've got fucking Captain Marvel, the Avengers and Spider-Man within like four months. There's going to be a point where all three of those films are in the top ten. Yeah. At the same time. Marvel continues to do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Shazam, when's that out? Who cares? Have you seen how bad the costume looks? It might look better when it's on film. Yeah, maybe. And um, Aquaman's coming out in November, isn't it? Aquaman? Yeah, we still haven't got a trailer for that. Actually, I'm not completely against the idea of an Aquaman movie. Yeah. Um, Jason Momoa, he seems like a I'm more interested in Wonder Woman 1984. Just I'm... because um, Kirsten Wiggs in it and she's going to have big 80s hair. Yeah, she's going to so play a cheetah. Cheetah, yeah. She's going to look like Thingy from MacGruber. Yeah, she is. <laughs> it's going to be Magruba, awesome. quickly. <laughs> you 30 seconds left, Wonder Woman. <laughs> they're meant to be... Are they, no, no, they're villains in that. Well, she's the villain. Yeah, yeah, she's going to be Cheetah. But anyway. It's going to be interesting. Say goodbye to everyone. Bye, everyone. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm sorry we've been so late with this episode. We'll be back we. to the normal schedule soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find Anne at Critipoc... No, sorry, at Mellow Game on YouTube. Or at LV54SpaceMonkey on Twitter. You can find me at Critapocalypse on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, fuck Trump. I'm not... My heart's not in it. I just... I, I've given up thinking that humanity... I'll tell you a story. Yeah? About Trump. Yeah. When he was getting divorced from his wife Ivana, yeah. um, Don Jr. wasn't talking to him at the time. Yeah. And he tried to sort of basically try to win, you know how he tries to win deals. Yeah. He sent a bodyguard up to get Don Jr. Yeah. Brought him all the way down and he called Ivana and said, look, I'm taking my son. I'm going to raise him myself. And she said, okay, well, I've got two other kids, so it's fine. I've got two kids to look after. It's cool. So Trump just sent Don Jr. back up. To- <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So neither of them wanted Don Jr. Well, you can tell that. He's a fucking gross person. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead, the pair of them. Anyway, she'd prefer to have Eric over him. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Eric Trump's a player. Yeah. He loves raping women. Just like his dad. Except they're older for Eric Trump. That's what he's into. Yeah, Don Trump loves fucking kids. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Mwah.